Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everyone, to the Locked On Coyotes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Thursday, February 11th. Only one more day for until the uh, fifth of seven games between the Arizona Coyotes and St. Louis Blues. To talk about that uh, for tomorrow's episode, we're going to have a crossover episode with our friends over at Locked On Blues. You can again, we'll be able to catch that tomorrow on the Locked On Coyotes podcast as well as the Locked On Blues podcast. But today we'll be dedicated to everything Tucson Roadrunners. Today we're going to be talking and getting ready for the Tucson Roadrunners and Ontario Rain. That series set to begin tomorrow at 7 p.m. and then the second game Sunday at 2. Let us now turn to the guest of today's Locked On Coyotes. Uh, podcast is uh, Sarah Avampato. She is the host of Locked On Kings and host uh, well covers both the Kings as well as the Ontario Reign. And that's the reason why we have her on is to talk a little bit about the Ontario Reign because they will be hosting the Tucson Roadrunners this weekend. Sarah, how are you doing? I am not too bad. I'm looking forward to seeing seeing what my kids are up to. Yeah, I, I, the AHL season started last week. I was super excited. Roadrunners, you know, they had a good week. Uh, against the uh, Barracuda, I you know can't really say the same thing about the rain this last weekend. But uh, just tell me about this rain team and know uh, you know what they're supposed to be about. You know, I, I think that for for Kings fans who are watching them, and really for anyone who who's tuning in, even if they're not a Kings fan. This team is basically the kings of the future, uh, because especially right now, the OHL still doesn't have a, a return to play plan uh, finalized yet. So if you're watching the rain, you also get to see Quentin Byfield and Alex er, and uh, Arthur Kaliev, who both should be playing in the OHL right now, but they're not uh, because of COVID and all that stuff. So you're getting to see uh, some some future core pieces of the Los Angeles Kings right now. And uh, they're, they're not necessarily a great team, and, and we will get into that. But unlike the Kings, they're kind of fun bad. So, you know, they, they might not win, but they're at least going to entertain you while they're doing it. You know, it's interesting that you say that because I actually had a uh, a colleague of mine. He covers the Roadrunners for the Daily Star here in Tucson. And uh, he actually thought that the rain was supposed to be good this year, obviously pointing to uh, their prospects in, in uh, Turcotte and Byfield and such. And uh, is obviously how, how much past the, uh, those prospects are there. Obviously, I'm pretty excited to be able to watch those prospects this weekend. I know it's in, it's over in California, so I'll probably be watching on AHL TV. But, you know, who outside of those guys are people that we have to watch out for as uh, as we approach this weekend? Uh, so a couple of the big players who are uh, – some of them are returning – uh, sort of veterans to the AHL, and then some of them are new. Uh, Rasmus Kupari is sort of new in that he only played a little bit last year before uh, he was injured at World Juniors, actually, and then missed the rest of the season with a knee injury. And so there was a lot of concern over how he was going to come back. He was a first-round draft pick of the Kings a couple years ago, uh, and, and there was a lot of concern over 
was he going to be the same guy after this this knee injury? And he has looked fantastic. He has been kind of playing first line center role for them, uh, and you know looks very fast. Looks you know has been doing a lot of their scoring. Uh, Tyler Madden, who the Kings picked up in the Tyler Toffoli trade uh, with Vancouver, uh, looks like the real deal. Uh, he is you know, fast. He, even though he's a small guy, he is determined in the corners. I, I hate the cliche of like plays bigger than he is, but uh, sometimes it is true. And Tyler Madden's one of those guys uh, who is very deceptive because he is, he is a little smaller, but uh, has such a great shot and is really creative. Uh, and then there's some other returning players, uh, Sean Dersey on, on defense. I kind of joke that we might as well just make him a forward uh, because he, he really loves jumping up on the play and, and being that kind of defenseman. Uh, but he, he's had, you know, some growing pains. And I think that's sort of the overall theme with the rain this year is that there's there's just some growing pains. And especially like the whole taxi squad situation, I feel like has made life difficult for a lot of AHL teams that had expected to have, you know, a little bit more veteran presence maybe uh, on their roster. And instead, they're also having to fill these spots on on this taxi squad. So I, I think the rain you know, they, I also thought that they were going to be a little better than they are, but I think a lot of it too is just pre uh, early season, uh, you know, check back with me in, in March or April and, and we'll see uh, a lot of the, the problems I'm seeing with them are just, you know, lack of chemistry so far as a team because they haven't had a lot of time together. But uh, I would definitely say Rasp's Kupari. Akil Thomas uh, is also someone uh, who I, I really think I've been impressed with in the preseason and uh, the couple games they've played so far. And I, I think that he, even though this is his first couple games as a pro, uh, is already looking really comfortable out there. Uh, I want. I do want to go back to the, uh, of course, mentioning the uh, Alex Turcotte and Quinton Byfield because I know you uh, you mentioned them too. Um, what are kind of the exp- the impact do you want to see from them? I obviously they are uh, super young. You know, they're rookies. They're just getting into the into their pro careers. Um, what yeah? What kind of impact do you hope to see them with the rain? And how soon do you think they're going to actually make the jump to the Kings? So uh, Byfield, I like right now, I'm just excited getting to see him play against men, play against more experienced players. And, you know, he 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 looks like a kid, uh, you know, skill kind of skill level wise. He's a huge guy, uh, but you can definitely tell that these are his first couple of pro games sometimes. But most of the time he looks really good out there. And I, I think I, I think COVID has changed a lot of things in terms of what the expectation for him is, uh, the, the initial expectation uh, before we really knew what this season was going to look like was uh, Rob Blake, the Kings GM, was pretty intent on on saying, you know, Quentin Byfield, he's going to go back to the OHL. He's going to finish, you know, this season there. And, and then, you know, next season we'll, we'll bring him up. Uh, but he he's getting a great taste of what it's like to be a pro right now because of the OHL not playing. Uh, and looking at him out there, I, I'm just excited to see him fit in and look natural look he looks like he belongs and uh that's a really exciting sign uh from someone this young and you know he's someone who i i wish we had there was an actual exception that would let him stay in the ahl uh all year i don't think he has anything left to prove uh in the ohl but I also don't know that he's quite ready to to throw him 
into the NHL, especially in a season where the Kings are not going to be great. Uh, you know, I kind of would want to keep him out of an environment that is just going to be, you know, losing <laughs> two out of three games sometimes, like might, might want to send him somewhere where he can win. Uh, but I, I, I think that there's a chance maybe they'll give him a game like they gave Arthur Kaliev uh, last week or so, gave him an NHL game. Uh, I would like to see him wear a King sweater before uh, the OHL uh, season starts up and he goes back, but uh, we'll see what they've got in store for him. Uh, for Alex Turcott, what I really want to see from him and what I think is going to keep him in Ontario for a little while is just really developing overall consistency. Uh, he's someone when I saw him play in college and also when I've seen him play, uh, you know, just now in the AHL, he doesn't always look super consistent. Um, you know, some shifts he looks great, some shifts he's kind of invisible. And I, I really want to see him just be the same player every shift and kind of get the idea that like you can't take a shift off or else the puck's going to end up in the back of your net. Um, he, he's obviously very talented. And I think looking at him in the AHL this season, what I really want him to work on uh, if I were the player, player development coach uh, that I, I'd really want to have him focus on, you know, giving everything he has every shift uh, instead of trying to coast through some sometimes. Yeah, and I, I know you also mentioned that, uh, you know, it's it's that early in the season. Obviously, all these teams only really played uh, two games. And I think the only team that hasn't is Colorado in the Pacific Division. They haven't played any. Um, but Ontario, their first two games were losses to Henderson. Uh, I haven't got a chance to take a look at Henderson. I'm not sure if you got really good looks at those games. But uh, was is Henderson going to be probably on that top? Or is, is maybe that was just a bad matchup for Ontario and we'll see things from as this season continues. I think, I think it's a little bit of both. And the, the weird thing about Henderson. So the, the other hockey team that I cover outside of the Kings in the rain is I I'm based in Chicago. So I cover the Chicago wolves, which is basically what Henderson was last year because Henderson, you know, Vegas bought their own team and Vegas's affiliate used to be Chicago. And so now, you know, 90% of the Henderson Silver Knights roster are players who all played together last season in Chicago. So I, I think that Henderson has a little bit of an advantage, uh, unlike a lot of, you know, the rain have had a lot of turnover. I know a lot of AHL teams aren't, you know, they only bring back sort of a core set of players uh, watching Henderson. I was like, I know all of these guys. I've watched some of these guys for the past year or two years uh, in the AHL. So I, I think they're a little more experienced of a team than, you know, the rain who are, oh, very, very young. Uh, and so I think Henderson is sort of the real deal in that, uh, you know, I, I don't know quite enough about like all of the other competition, especially with the realigned divisions, but Chicago in the AHL was always one of the top teams. And if you're bringing back pretty much the same roster, uh, you're adding a couple new guys. Uh, I think that they're unfortunately going to be uh, much like the Vegas Golden Knights going to be a thorn in all of our sides this season uh, in the HL. So not, not looking forward to seeing them a whole ton, really. We're talking with Sarah Pampato of Locked on Kings as we get ready for the Tucson Roadrunners, Ontario Reign, first game of the two-game series set for this Friday at 7 p.m. We'll get more into the conversation in just a sec, but first, I want to talk to you guys about betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, including the American Hockey League. 
BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today for a free account and use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and successes of black men and women with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than the Game. Don't miss this week's episode featuring Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discussing the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. There's a new episode coming next week, so go ahead and subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed on radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, Let's continue our conversation with Sarah Vampato of Locked On Kings. The, uh, this coming up weekend, it w- of course, it's the Ontario Reign and the Tucson Roadrunners. Uh, that, that taking place in, uh, in El Segundo. Before, before I actually get to, that, to the actual series itself, Sarah, that's the, kind of one of the questions I had. I'm not sure of how, how like, deep into this you know about it, but uh, you know, their relocation or temporary relocation to El Segundo outside of uh, Ontario. Uh, how much do you know about the decision that went into that? Obviously, because it's Ontario is still pretty close to L.A. Why did they move it to El Segundo? I'm I you know, I, I have no true insider information, but I'm pretty sure it was just financial reasons. Um, you know, they're playing in what is essentially the Kings in the Reigns pl- practice facility. Uh, so they're out by LAX. It's you know, they're, it's where they practice at anyway. Uh, they So they don't have to worry about you know, arena costs or anything. So they don't have to staff a full arena of people and, you know, whatever it costs to, to make an, make an arena open for, you know, 30 days a year or whatever. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was just a cost saving measure for them. And uh, they can, you know, get away with a fairly skeleton crew staff because they're, you know, in essentially what is a public building uh, that just happens to have, you know, their facility there already. And I'm sure the players are going to be a lot happier about it since uh, they don't have to make the trek out to Ontario for games or anything. Their their home base, all of those guys live out uh, in, you know, Manhattan Beach and out there uh, closer to El Segundo and probably are super pumped to not have to get on a bus or, you know, now I guess with COVID everyone has to drive themselves probably, but uh, to not have to be going out there. But yeah, I really think it was just about saving money and, uh, and doing everything they can to keep everyone all in one location instead of having them have to go back and forth a lot. Yeah, I guess, I guess that makes, uh, that makes a decent amount of sense. Now I want to allow a little bit of time for to you maybe to address any concerns you might have heading into this, into this series, because, uh, well, it's again, it's Tucson and Ontario and, you know, Tucson is also a relatively young team. I mean, they got as similar to what you were saying with, with the rain is a lot of, you know, super, like super rookies, like for Tucson, they have Jan Yannick on and as well as uh, Victor Soderstrom. But the rest is kind of a toss up between some new guys, some veterans, anything that concerns you as we get ready for this weekend. You know, I just remember from last season that, you know, Tucson was every time the the, the rain played them, I was like, this is not going to go well, uh, because I feel like Tucson was so good last season and the rain just did not match up very well against them last year. Uh, So, I I mean, I I would say, you know, who who are the people to watch out for? Who are from the rain perspective? You know, who who should I be paying attention to when he's on on the ice to you know, be crossing my fingers and hope he doesn't come down and score on whoever whoever's in net for the rain. Well, I'd say uh, uh, for forwards at least, 
Tyler Steenbergen and Lane Peterson have been probably the top uh, forwards, and I've probably seen them uh, make a significant contribution. Lane Peterson, of course, he was the captain last year. Uh, it took him a while. He actually had his first goal uh, in like 13 months or whatever it was, just because of obviously because the COVID shutdown, it was hard to even make that. He got injured, everything. So he's making that comeback, and he looks as good as ever. Uh, Jan Yannick is another guy I think that you should really uh, look forward to because, uh, or really watch out for, I should say, is uh, he is a physical hockey player. I saw him this weekend in the uh, in the series against the San Jose Barracuda, and he had a true presence on that ice. And I'm like, this guy is going to be good. He got a goal in that in the second game. That was his first pro goal. So he's another guy that's got to be really out there for. And I feel like he, I think he was teammates with Arthur Kaliev, I believe in, in the OHL. So we might get a little like buddy friendship action there of, you know, I, I see, we'll get to see them uh, match up against each other. Maybe. Oh, maybe they'll, uh, during the warmups, they'll see them chat. Like I see that yeah. happen. All, I see that oh, happen yeah. all the time in the American hockey league. You, you just see them come up, they chat with each other. Uh, I see the goalies do that all the time. I just, that's even more fun. But, right, just, uh, just hang out. <laughs> it's 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 a good time, but yeah, I'm 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 really looking forward to this uh, uh, to this series because whenever Tucson came or when, whenever the rain came to Tucson, um, I actually thought the same thing that you that this game might not go well because it goes either one way or the other. Mm-hmm. It's either either Tucson has a phenomenal game or they don't, and the rain just run right all over them. I think one of the games was like eight to four rain, mm-hmm. or, and and it will be the opposite for another game. So, I'm I'm ready for a physical game because these guys, these teams don't like each other. No, definitely not. And there's a, there's just enough guys I think left over from last season who any bad blood they had is still still there. I think we're talking to Sarah Avampato of Locked On Kings to discuss the Tucson Roadrunners and Ontario Rain. Those two teams set the clash this weekend, starting on Friday at 7 p.m. That will take place over in El Segundo, California. In just a sec, I'm going to talk to Sarah about some of her favorite stories covering the American Hockey League over the last few seasons. Before we get to that, though, we're going to go ahead and uh, talk to you guys about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to, to stock all the parts you need in the traditional chain storefront at an auto parts store i know because sometimes i've gone in and they said hey we don't have it at this store we have it at this store across town and oh by the way it's gonna be you know 150 bucks and it blows my mind how expensive some of this stuff are at the chain stores and that's why i now go to rockauto.com and i can trust them because their parts are guaranteed to fit your car because well you search up your car information and it has everything that fits your car or truck and the best part is you can save up to 50% or even around there on a, on those repair parts that you need for your car. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low and they will stay that way for absolutely everybody. Does not require a membership or an account to log in. All you need is your computer or mobile device and you just search up your car or truck information when you go to rockauto.com. It is that easy. Go ahead and check it out yourself. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And while you're there, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com 
Welcome back to the Locked On Coyotes podcast. 2020 is mercifully over, and it's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. And now, let's continue our conversation with Sarah Avampado of Locked On Kings. A couple, a, a couple other things I have um, I want to get from you as we get ready for you know this weekend. And just, you know, something I love talking to people about, well, especially uh, American Hockey League writers and any hockey writers who, uh, you know, have covered teams out here or and in that general sense, uh, what would be like, I guess, what would you say maybe are some of your favorite stories that you've covered when you're covering the American Hockey League, Rain, or that you said you've also covered the Wolves? What uh like what are some things that you remember very brief like remember very vividly covering these teams? Uh so probably my favorite is covering the Chicago Wolves in uh the twenty nineteen season where they went the whole way to the Calder Cup final. Uh and that was kind of the first year that I covered the team you know, day in, day out. Uh, I had kind of done some sort of spot coverage before for a friend uh, who, you know, to, to report back to help a friend out who covered Vegas at the time. And, uh, but, you know, getting to cover that team from day one, all the way up to the very last game of, of the Calder Cup final and getting to go on the ice whenever, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the Wolves didn't win the, the, the series. Uh, sadly, it was uh, the Charlotte Checkers who won that year. But, uh, you know, getting to be there, I even went out to Charlotte for, for the their games in that series as well. And, uh, you know, being on the ice and seeing all the Charlotte guys celebrating and, you know, having to wait outside the, the locker room and all the guys spraying champagne and the whole room, the whole part of the arena just smells like a, a bar basically because of everyone partying and everything. Uh, something that I never thought that I would actually get to experience and still kind of feels a little surreal when I look back on it. And occasionally I come across, you know, pictures that are on, you know, you know, Getty or USA Today or whatever, when I'm writing an article and I'm like, oh, that's the back of my head in that picture, talking to the talking to that player, uh, you know, not not something I thought that I would ever get to do. And of course, uh, you know, watching the Vegas Golden Knights now, it's it's hard because I do not like Vegas. I don't want good <laughs> things for them. I want them to lose. But there are a lot of guys on that team who I watched come up from day one uh, in a, as a pro who I, you know, really want nice things for because I'm like, that kid's just a nice human being. And I'm like, oh, but you're on a team that I just just don't like, man. Uh, you know, so that that's always a little conflicted. Uh, a couple of them uh, in the Kings last game against Vegas, uh, I think almost all of the goals came from uh, former Chicago Wolves players. And I was like, this is this is rude to me personally, um, because I, I, I watched that. I watched him from a kid, basically. And now he's scoring on my other team. But that's definitely one of my favorite memories that and covering the AHL All-Star game uh, last year out in uh, Ontario, which was in January, basically right before COVID killed everything. Uh, and unbeknownst to me, one of the last like normal things that I did before the whole world shut down. So it, it was neat to get to go out there and uh, really see Southern California hockey, desert hockey, you know, be in the spotlight and get let everyone see, you know, how, how good things are, even though you're not in a, in a mainstream hockey market. And uh, I thought it was a really great, great showcase for the league, a really great showcase for Ontario. And then now, now no one can go to games anymore. So a, a little bittersweet to think back on that one, but it, it was a real good time. I'm glad you mentioned that AHL All Star Game because I was actually uh, um, uh, looking at some of the, some of the stuff looking back. Is I almost went there because I was actually talking with uh, 
uh, my colleague at the Daily Star, and I was like, hey, like maybe we could both pitch in, get a uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, get a hotel over there in Ontario, in, in Ontario, because it's so close. Like it's a, it's about a six hour drive for us from Tucson. We can do yeah. it. It's not that hard. <laughs> and then and then I think some logistics fell through, and I didn't end up doing it. Um, so I was a little upset about that because I think that would have been a really fun uh, game, a fun weekend to cover because I believe the Roadrunners coach was the head coach was the coach of the Pacific Division that that year or yet last year. Yeah, I think uh, so. Today. So that would make it more of an excuse to go, but you know, with financial reasons and mm-hmm. then a, a bunch of other things, I was like, nah, I I guess I won't do it this year. I'll <laughs> I'll do it maybe if it's in like San Diego or yep. if it's in maybe if it comes to Arizona. Well, maybe even like Palm Springs or Henderson. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> one of those one of those close years. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it. But I oh, saw. Yeah. Uh, I saw also uh, Jason Hernandez, our friend at Locked On Ducks, did, mm-hmm. um, went was there as well. So yeah. um, I'll probably talk to him about those experiences as well and see how um, and see what I missed. <laughs> yeah, we he and I actually did a, a live crossover show uh, we, after the after the All Star game. We went back and uh, just sat down together in front of a microphone and talked hockey for probably an hour and a half or something. And we both got some good shows out of it. But yeah, I, I, it, it's always fun to. Uh, a get to meet up with other other hosts from the network. I, there's a couple of them who I know, and uh, you know, get get to watch some good hockey and uh, be warm because <laughs> it's nice to walk out from a cold hockey rink and uh, not be cold again, which is not something I get to experience in my day to day life. <laughs> we make that joke all the time. Nothing like walking out of a hockey rink in shorts and flip flops. Yep, it's, it's the best feeling ever. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, uh, a couple other things I want to get from you is uh, maybe a, just a quick prediction. How do you see the uh, the weekend coming out? Who? Uh, how? Well, there's two games coming up, so how do you see maybe either one of those two or both of them? Um, I think that the 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 rain really are kind of carbon copies of the Kings and the same problems the Kings have, the rain have too. And so I'm going to predict that the rain do the same thing that the Kings have been doing a lot. And they're going to split the series. Uh, I think one, one of the games might see, uh, I I think they're both probably going to be a little high scoring. Uh, I I don't know too much about Tucson's uh, situation in net, but uh, the rain games have all seen quite a few goals go either way. Uh, So I'm going to guess, you know, win one, lose one, both pretty high scoring affairs, like five, two, kind of games uh and i think that uh we're gonna get get some good fun hockey might be a little sloppy but i'm gonna gonna, i'm gonna say we're gonna split the series yeah if it's a if it's that close of a back-to-back i can definitely see that if it's up against ivan prosvatov i'm sorry i don't think that much there's much of a chance uh he's (laughs) uh He's uh, he's impressive, and he's that fourth fourth man in line for the Coyotes. I don't know how they have that deep of a goaltending, like prospect pool or whatever. But uh, Chris Nell, if if he's up, I can't really tell much. I have not, I haven't even seen him yet. He's on a PTO, so if he comes up, then now maybe maybe you'll get a a a good game out of that out of that one. We'll see. Cross my fingers. We'll we'll (laughs) see. But uh, before we let you go, why don't uh, you go ahead and uh, let us all know how uh, we can find you. Sure. So you can find me on Twitter at right said Sarah. That's right as in the word writing Sarah with an H uh, for lots of 
occasionally hot takes on uh, whatever is happening in the Kings and the rain world. Uh, Locked on Kings is on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. Uh, I also host Mondays and Wednesdays of Locked on NHL, which you very great, uh, very wonderfully filled in for me uh, for a little bit. And uh, thank you to that. And uh, hopefully we'll get to have you hanging out on on the national show a little more often. Uh, But that is, of course, found at Locked on NHL pods on Twitter. Both shows are available wherever you get your podcasts and uh, hope everyone comes and says hi. And uh, don't don't taunt me too bad if if the rain embarrass me because I, I'll already be embarrassed enough. Uh, d- don't worry. It might, it might just be like a, a, a little a little tease. Just very, <laughs> I can very, take very, that. I can take that. <laughs> Sarah, really appreciate you coming on. Uh, we'll probably t- we'll probably uh, talk sometime soon. And I mean, these teams are going to be playing each other about nine times this season. Oh, maybe yeah. Even maybe even the, an upcoming uh a Coyotes Kings series coming up when obviously that's next week, but another one we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, thanks again, Sarah. Really appreciate it. Thank you. That was Sarah of Empato of locked on Kings joining us in, on today's locked on Coyotes to discuss the Tucson runners and Ontario rain. Once again, their first game set for tomorrow at 7 PM at the Toyota Sports Center in El Segundo, California, the uh, home training facility of the Los Angeles Kings and Ontario Reign. That will just about do it for us on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Once again, thanks to Sarah Avampato for coming on today's show to discuss, again, that upcoming series. Super excited for more American Hockey League action coming up your way. Thanks, everyone, for listening to today's show. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to leave a good review and uh, to subscribe if you've yet to already. We are available everywhere you get your podcasts. Also, another reminder, go ahead and find us on Twitter. I am at RobLeano1, R-O-B-L-E-A-N-O-1. And you can interact with me on Twitter as well as at our podcast page at L-O underscore Coyotes. If you have a question for the podcast, tweet at either one of those accounts or direct message us and we can answer an episode, that question on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again for everyone for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe. Hope you guys stay healthy and don't forget to howl on.